Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Newport News school shooting, shooting involving a six-year-old. No, a gun was on campus beforehand. Why those county's prosecutors won't be trying some misdemeanors. I'm Neil Augenstein. Metro is proposing fair hikes for some, fair cuts for others. I'm John Doman. And on Wall Street, the Dow picked up 113, the Nasdaq up 78. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. The White House says President Biden is cooperating one day after the attorney general appointed a special counsel to investigate how he handled documents marked classified. Republicans say it's not enough and are calling for congressional investigations. CBS News correspondent Weijia Jiang is at the White House. When it comes to the Justice Department, they say they are fully cooperating with the investigation and providing whatever information and documents that those investigators are asking for. The other the other question here is the matter of transparency with the American public. In the White House, President Biden himself knew about that first batch of documents in November, November 2nd. The reason why Republicans are especially pointing this out is because the election for midterms happened less than a week after that. Garland has also appointed a special counsel to investigate former President Donald Trump. In a separate matter, Trump's company was fined $1.6 million for avoiding personal income taxes. Legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. This was not an unexpected outcome. The chief financial officer of the Trump organization pleaded guilty to receiving off-the-book perks in lieu of salary for many years, which included such benefits as private school tuition for his grandchildren. And he ended up testifying against the Trump organization as a participant in this illegal scheme. More severe weather is bringing additional snow to the mountains of California. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The amount of snow there uh, is quickly uh, exceeding 30 feet in spots uh, in terms of how much snow they've gotten year to date. And we'll add another five or six feet on top of that. So even more snow is coming to the Sierra in addition to winds gusting in the 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80 mile an hour wind gusts along the Sierra Ridgecrest. At least nine people died when several dozen tornadoes hit southern states. Keith Barnett is the emergency management director for Elmore County, Alabama. The big thing they've been trying to do is clear the roadways, get the trees out of the roads, make the roads passable um, where cars can get through. Officials say administrators at a Virginia school where a six-year-old shot a teacher were warned the student might have a weapon. District parent Amanda Donofrio. Seeing it as a member of the American public is frustrating and it makes us angry. The measures that they have in place as security at the moment are inadequate. Stocks finished with gains on this final trading day of the week. The Dow was up 112 points. The S&P 500 added 15. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 503 on WTOP on this Friday the 13th of January 2023. We have cloudy skies, still breezy, and we're at 43 in D.C. Good 
Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Gigi Barnett. As you just heard on CBS News, our top local story this hour is a key detail after that school shooting in Newport News, Virginia last week, in which a six-year-old student shot his teacher. A school superintendent says administrators at Rich Neck Elementary learned the child may have had a weapon before the shooting, but could not find the 9 millimeter handgun he brought into his classroom. School system superintendent George Parker tells parents during an online meeting a school rep was notified about the weapon beforehand. The teacher continues to recover from her injuries. Starting next week, Loudoun County prosecutors will not be taking part in some misdemeanor cases. This is drawing criticism in some quarters, but the county prosecutor says those defendants will still be held responsible. Loudoun County Prosecutor Gina Biberai sent a note to local district court judges saying her office is inundated with cases and has to prioritize. She listed 15 traffic offenses and low-level nonviolent crimes as cases that prosecutors won't be involved in. Or do we want to take that time and dedicate it to rapes, robberies, domestic violence? I choose for the betterment of the community to focus it on those more serious and egregious matters. So now the judge would just question the arresting officer or sheriff's deputy and the defendant. Sheriff Mike Chapman says he's disappointed in the decision by prosecutors, but they'll support deputies through this transition. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares has released a statement criticizing that decision. With higher expenses, Metro is trying to figure out how to raise fares, even as it also hopes to lure back more riders post-pandemic. Metro board member Tracy Haddon Lowe was blunt in her assessment of Metro's finances. WMATA has not raised fares in five years. And now the board's trying to figure out the right way to balance any fare hikes. The new budget proposal starts by getting rid of peak and off-peak fares and trying to simplify things. The new proposed base fare is $2, but the max would go up to six fifty. A new low-income fare program would also be created. With public hearings coming next month, some board members suggested they might want to further negotiate those numbers. GM Randy Clark cautioned. Each lever changes other levels as well, so nothing is independent. John Dome in WTOP News. Meantime, Metro's giving all of its rail operators enhanced training. This follows an incident back in early December in which a train did the equivalent of running a red light. Recent training classes were then shown... Not to be up to snuff. New enhanced training will include additional use of simulators on the new 7,000 series rail cars. That gas tax you pay for at the pump helps pay for the roads you drive on. But what happens when drivers shift from gas-powered vehicles to electric cars? When drivers buy more gas, that generates money to pay for transportation projects. Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson. beauty of a gas tax is it's a user fee. If you use it, you pay it. If you don't, you don't. So if Maryland and many other states depend on gas tax revenues, how will they adjust as more drivers opt for electric vehicles? The answer is nobody's answered this question yet. But he says because of geography, Maryland has to be mindful. We have competitive impacts of anything that we do with Virginia, Delaware, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Will Maryland offer another gas tax holiday like the 30-day break that was instituted in March? Ferguson said that's unlikely given expected drops in the price of oil. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, coming up after traffic and the weekend weather, why were students at one local high school looking at sexually explicit materials sent to them by the school? We'll explain. It's 507. T-Mobile says they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. What's the value of house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage? A highly trained nurse practitioner does a free exam right in seniors' homes. Comprehensive. Looks holistically at health, from medical care to social and other needs. Follow-through. Supports seniors in getting the follow-up care they need. That's why millions of seniors rely on house calls from United Healthcare Medicare Advantage. Learn more at uhg.com slash house calls. House calls may not be available in all areas. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rush hour is on the move. Let's head to Dave Dildine. And the slowest traffic is on the Beltway in Montgomery County. Sorry about that. Outer loop through Bethesda. Broken down truck for about an hour and a half. In the right center lane, past River Road on the outer loop. Not so rapid a response there. That is also backing up southbound traffic on the 270 spur to get onto the outer loop. Near Westfield Montgomery Mall, West Lake Drive blocked between Democracy Boulevard and West Lake Terrace for the two-alarm fire response. In Prince George's County, Beltway traffic slowest on the interloop from 50 toward Ritchie Marlboro Road. On the BW Parkway, 270-70, typical Friday traffic, if anything, a little better than most Fridays. Moving into Virginia, I-66 east, broken down car in Falls Church, clear, 395 south of Lincolnia, broken down car, clear. We're left with normal delays. And again, on 395, if anything, we're doing a little better than most Fridays. 95 southbound, it is still slow going through Quantico, but as you make progress through Stafford County, better movement as you close in on Centerport Parkway. The crash is completely clear. Inbound traffic on the 395 14th Street Bridge, the Arlen Williams Jr. Memorial Bridge, by the way. It is just volume delays. DC 295 heavy both ways near the Anacostia River Bridge ramps in northeast Trinidad. The work zone remains on Bladensburg Road at 17th Street and Mount Olivet Road. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans and their families. The members of the mission learn more at NavyFederal.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To NBC4, we've got Amelia Draper for the weekend forecast. And Amelia, it's going to get a little cold around here, huh? It's definitely going to get cold. Not necessarily because of the temperatures. They're pretty seasonable, but the winds. So, we're dealing with winds tonight gusting up to 20, 25 miles an hour. And throughout the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we'll have wind gusts at 30, even 40 miles an hour at times. So wind chills tomorrow morning in the teens and 20s and again on Sunday morning. Now tonight, we'll have lows around 30 degrees throughout the evening hours. Temperatures in the 40s and wind chills mainly in the 30s with some clouds around, but no rain in the forecast. In fact, the entire weekend is looking dry. Highs tomorrow in the low to mid-40s with a mix of clouds and sun. And on Sunday, again, a really cold start, but warmer during the afternoon hours with temperatures near 50 degrees and more sun. Martin Luther King Jr. Day looking nice. We finally have calm winds. Temperatures in the low to mid-50s for highs, and we'll have plenty of sunshine. Our next chance of rain arrives on Tuesday. Currently across the area, Aspen Hill coming in at 41 degrees, Suitland at 43, and Burke at 42. All right. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and paved fences. Uh, go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 5-11 now on WTOP. An employee at a Prince George's County High School 
mistakenly sent out sexually explicit photos to the student body. Families of students at Wise High School in Upper Marlboro were given the news in a letter sent home by the principal today. He says the photos were inadvertently sent out in an email to all students and immediate action was taken to retract the message. The principal is now asking the students and the community to stop sharing the photos. The letter adds appropriate steps have been taken regarding the employee. It's not clear what those steps are. New this afternoon, parents in Fairfax County are outraged after they've learned fifth graders participating in a history lesson that had them simulating slavery. Now the school system is addressing what it calls a lapse in judgment by the student teacher running that activity. To illustrate the economics of slavery, a student teacher led an exercise at Centerville Elementary School where students played enslaved people and landowners. And deeming the lesson inappropriate, Principal Josh Dowds wrote in a letter to parents, quote, this activity was not part of the division curriculum and was not an appropriate or culturally responsive way to engage students. The kids were not assigned roles by race, Fairfax County School spokeswoman Julie Mould confirms, adding that the student teacher was being observed by both an FCPS teacher and a university supervisor. FCPS says the student teacher is not an employee, but it's unclear what disciplinary action the observing FCPS teacher may face. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A Loudoun County man was stopped from bringing a loaded gun onto his flight out of Dulles this week. A security checkpoint worker noticed the 9mm gun in the man's carry-on bag during an x-ray. It happened yesterday. The TSA worker seized the gun, alerted airport police. The traveler said he forgot to take the gun out of his bag before the flight. He has been cited for a weapons charge. The fine for carrying a gun into an airport is up to $15,000. Coming up on WTOP, lots of NFL games this weekend in what is now called Super Wild Card Weekend. The Wizards tip off in less than two hours against the Knicks, and George tells us more just ahead in sports. It's 5-13. Get more from your new year and save big on appliances at the incredible Bray & Scarf New Year Sale. Going on now. Discover amazing savings throughout the store and online with deals on top brand appliances, including in-stock bestsellers. Save up to $2,000 on select KitchenAid packages and get the absolute lowest prices with Bray & Scarf's best price guarantee. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. Our appliance experts receive hours and hours of factory training. They're ready to answer all of your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Don't miss the tremendous appliance savings going on now. Shop local and save during the Brand Scarf New Year's Sale. Visit any of Brand Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at brandscarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Head downtown January 20th through 29th for the Washington, D.C. Auto Show with hundreds of cars on display, indoor and outdoor riding drives, the latest in electric mobility, new show features, and interactive experiences for all ages. It is clear that this is one of the top auto shows in the United States. Make plans for the whole family to visit the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 20th through the 29th at the Washington Convention Center. Details and tickets at WashingtonAutoshow.com. On T.O.P. coming up in Money News. The Dow ends the day up 113 points. D.C. home sales are at a 15-year low. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
George Wallace is here with the Rams coach. Yeah, Sean McVay is staying put. He is uh, going to stay in head, stay as the head coach of the Rams after mulling his future. He had said last week he was going to take the appropriate time. They're coming off a 5-12 and season after winning the Super Bowl, but Sean McVay staying in L.A. with the Rams, says, uh, and he'll move forward. He had told his staff last week they are free to go look for other jobs. But uh, now he's going to stay, so we'll see what happens. Wild card weekend is upon us. No Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, officially ruled out again. Tyler Huntley is going to be questionable for the game against the Bengals. Skylar Thompson is going to start for the Dolphins. We know that against the Bills. Uh, Commanders safety Jeremy Reeves, also special teamer, has been selected first team All-Pro by the AP. Great year for him. He's also making his first Pro Bowl appearance uh, this year. Commanders uh, also reportedly reaching out to Jim Caldwell. He said thanks, but he wants to focus on head coaching jobs. They reached out about the vacant offensive coordinator position. Caldwell, head coach of the uh, Lions uh, before as well as the Colts, but now he wants to try and find another head coaching job, so he's not going to entertain right now uh, spots for offensive coordinator. One other injury note for the this weekend, Mike Williams, Chargers wide receiver, will not play. He has a back fracture. Wizards back in action tonight, trying to make it two straight after that three-point win over the Bulls. They get the Knicks this evening. Bradley Beal has been cleared. We know that to begin practicing, but not going to play tonight. Baseball, Juan Soto and the Padres avoid arbitration. He uh, gets the uh, high so far in Major League Baseball. $23 million for Juan this year. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. All right, George, thanks. 516, back in 2008, Clint Eastwood played a get-off-my-lawn curmudgeon in the film Gran Torino. Now, it's Tom Hanks' turn as Forrest Grump in A Man Called Otto. It's in theaters tonight. Here's WTOP film critic Jason Fraley. Otto Anderson is a grumpy old man living in the suburbs of Pittsburgh. Are you always this unfriendly? I am not unfriendly. Okay, you're not. Unlike Clint Eastwood's Gran Torino, Hanks is socially progressive, but still a crotchety Luddite handyman mocking selfie culture. There's a reason for his grumpiness revealed in adorable but predictable flashbacks. It's hard to make something so depressing into something life-affirming, but it's a decent enough American remake of the sweet original a man called Ovi. DC sports fans wish they kept the original title to have a hero named Ovi in Pittsburgh. Take that Crosby. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving a man called Otto three out of five stars. Here are the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. New information tonight about the six-year-old who shot his teacher out of school in Newport News, Virginia last week. One school leader may have known the child had a gun before the shooting. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warns Congress the U.S. is projected to reach its debt limit by Thursday and default could be imminent if action is not taken to raise it by June. An update on the intense violence in eastern Ukraine with the two sides battling over one town. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the aids. Here's Dave Dildine. On the Beltway in Montgomery County on the outer loop south of River Road. Took almost two hours, but we finally have some help with the truck that stalled in the right center lane during the 3 o'clock hour. On the outer loop, traffic is backed up to Old Georgetown Road and southbound on the 270 Spur. Back to near Democracy Boulevard. Near Westfield, Montgomery, Westlake Drive Block between Democracy and Westlake Terrace by the Fire Department response. 270 northbound, normal congestion through Clarksburg and Urbana onto I-70 West and Frederick. 95 in Baltimore, Washington Parkway, Beltway to Beltway, okay. Prince George's County, southbound on the inner loop, pretty slow from 50 right through Landover toward Largo. Something tying up a lane beyond exit 13, Richie Marborough Road. 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, no signs of trouble. 
uh, in Virginia on the Interloop, there is slow traffic through Springfield between the Springfield Interchange and Braddock Road. So the likelihood of a lane block there, hopefully it's minor and gets out of the way soon. 66, nothing abnormal. 95, uh, not so bad for Friday. Southbound through Woodbridge, just a minor slowing. It's very slow, though, southbound through Quantico, but that's because of the crash that happened well south at Centerport Parkway. It's been clear for a while. The lanes remain open, but that truck traffic has a tough time starting. And so uh, we're still in slow traffic uh, much of the way through Stafford County, but in general moving at a better clip as we head into Fredericksburg with the lanes remaining open, thankfully. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Off we go to Storm Team 4 weekend forecast from Amelia Draper. Mostly cloudy skies for the most part tonight with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s and winds gusting up to 20, even 25 miles an hour. We'll continue to track stronger winds throughout the weekend with wind gusts up to 30 to 40 miles an hour both Saturday and Sunday. Highs tomorrow in the low to mid-40s, mid to upper 40s on Sunday. More cloud cover tomorrow than Sunday and for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mostly sunny skies with lighter winds and highs in the low to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 40 in Potomac and 45 at Tyson's Corner and at LaFont Plaza. Brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Up ahead on WTOP is some questions about the latest COVID vaccine get answered by the CDC. We'll tell you about it. It's 520. NFL wildcard weekend is here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. This is George Wallace, and get ready. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code GW. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Perfect for the first ever Super Wild Card Weekend. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. I know there's a lot of pieces of legislation we'd like to build on. Glenn Ivey is a first-term congressman from Maryland who says it's important to work on behalf of his community. He knows the toll that crime can take on a community, having served as a prosecutor in Maryland just outside of D.C. And he says members of both parties need to reach across the aisle. That's the hope. There's a goal for bipartisanship and working to move things forward. And he hopes that can be done, especially with issues involving children. I'm Mitchell Miller. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. The 118th Congress is open for business with more than 80 new members. The freshman class includes veterans, former Hill staffers, and the first Gen Z member of Congress, each bringing their own experiences and skills. America's banks and their 2 million employees look forward to working with the new Congress to grow the economy and give everyone the chance to succeed. Learn more at aba.com slash America's Banks. This is WTOP News. It's 522. There is no evidence older people are at a greater risk of having a certain type of stroke if they get Pfizer's latest COVID booster. That is the word tonight from the CDC and the Food and Drug Administration. They studied stroke risk in people 65 and older. The type of stroke in question happens when a blood clot blocks a blood vessel in the brain, stopping blood flow and potentially leading to brain cells dying. 
Well, there, just a few weeks ago, there was a huge fear that holiday gatherings would spread flu, COVID, and other respiratory diseases this winter. But it turns out that didn't happen. The CDC says that visits to doctor's offices for flu-like symptoms fell for the sixth straight week. Reports of RSV, which is a common bug, are also down. And COVID-19 hospitalizations appear to be down a bit. When flu and RSV surged in the fall, some doctors feared that winter might bring a triple-demic of flu, RSV, and COVID-19. But it didn't happen, and it's not clear why. Flu season is not over, and experts say it's always possible that a second wave of illnesses is still ahead. I'm Shelley Adler. 524, we are learning more tonight about Lisa Marie Presley, who died yesterday at the age of 54. She will be buried at Graceland the mansion first owned by her father, Elvis Presley. This evening, Graceland is serving as a gathering place for fans who are distraught over the singer-songwriter's death last night following cardiac arrest. The family says Lisa Marie Presley's final resting place will be next to her son, who died about three years ago. Lisa Marie was Elvis and Priscilla Presley's only child and one of the last living touchstones to the music icon, who we all knew as the king of rock and roll. His influence and significance still resonate all around the world more than 45 years after his own sudden death. Another death in the entertainment world. Robbie Knievel has died. The American stunt performer set records with daredevil motorcycle jumps as he followed the tired tracks of his thrill-seeking father, Evil Knievel. Robbie Knievel was 60 and died early today after battling pancreatic cancer. A statement from the family says, daredevils don't live easy lives. WTOP at 525, Money News 25 and 55 to Jeff Claybaugh. Late day rally kicked in, the Dow up 113 points by the close, the S&P 500 up 16, almost a half percent, the Nasdaq up 78 points, a little more than a half percent. Banks are bracing for borrowers falling behind. Wells Fargo set aside nearly a billion dollars for potential credit losses last quarter. J.P. Morgan Chase boosted its provision for potential credit losses by 49 percent. Here's how much the D.C. area housing market has slowed. Listing service Bright MLS says contracts signed to buy a home last month were down 36% compared to a year ago. Pending sales were the lowest since 2008. More travelers are qualifying for airline airport lounges, and they're sometimes crowded now. Delta Airlines is moving to restrict access to its lounges by flight crews to ease congestion. Jeff Claywell. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Marlowe Furniture. Celebrate the savings at Marlowe Furniture's New Year's Sale event. Save 50% off all Marlowe Furniture groups plus free delivery available. And take an extra 20% off your purchase. Marlowe Furniture. It's 526. At Court Furniture Outlet, you'll find new looks and new savings on everything you need to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now, save even more during Court Furniture Outlet's home decor and more sale event. You'll save on a huge selection of upholstery, including sofa and chair sets, starting at 449 accent chairs and bedroom sets mattresses dining sets and office furniture all at amazing prices plus mention promo code bogo to receive buy one